0: J.M. Hayes is at Philadelphia, a Philadelphia via New York artist signed with Bell Tower Records. J.M. is a Temple grad and recently released the new track, The Way She Talk, featuring another Bell Tower artist, Natanya. J.M. describes his music and style as trap, soul, and alternative fusion. He takes influence from artist Jay-Z and Party Next Door. Both show influence in J.M.'s music, whether it's the intensity of the lyrical delivery like Jay-Z or the mood slash atmosphere of the instrumentation like that of Party Next Door. Regardless, Jam takes those influences and creates something contemporary and real. Jam began making music at 17 years old when one of his friends needed help creating a track. From that moment on, Jam was hooked. The following week, he recorded his first track and has since been creating music. He's toured around Washington, D.C., New Jersey, New York, and Philly. When he's not making music, Hayes is out collecting sneakers. As a self-described sneakerhead, Hayes spends a lot of his time browsing to add to his collection of sneakers, hats, and hoodies. Yeah, that description was accurate as hell. Was it? Thank that you was, so much. That was so <laughs> spot on. That was yeah. so spot on. Yeah, I definitely like the part about the sneakers. Um, how long have you been collecting sneakers for?
1: Um, so it's like a recent love. I had this pair of uh, Jordan Retro 3s that I bought like super long ago, like like almost like 10 years ago. And I was just like, yo, this is gonna be because I, I spent so much on a sneaker. I spent like two fifty at the time. Mm-hmm. And though like I was waiting in line or whatever for such a long ass time. I was just like, yo, I can't be a sneakerhead. Like I'm just gonna rock these sneakers. And like I ended up putting them in a box for like, like like eight years, and I finally wore them, and they got dirty, and I was like, damn, I need more sneakers, so, and I just started, like, buying up, like, all these sneakers that'd be, like, for sale and shit, so mm-hmm. I never, like, go after, like, the recent stuff, because it's so hard to get, um, but, yeah, I, bro, I can't even tell you, I can't, I can't tell
0: you how many pairs I have, because i just be, I'd be like, oh, what, $80, that's right, nuts. and you just try and cop the discounts and stuff. Yeah. You just try you try and be smart about it so you yeah. have more. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I, I'm actually like a little a little pissed with Nike right now because my birthday is coming up next Wednesday, and they offered me a 20% discount on sneakers that were like over a hundred dollars or whatever, or on like a product that's over a hundred dollars. And then they put, I think they did they did this on purpose. I'm telling you, I swear to God, it's a conspiracy. All the sneakers that I had like on my list of favorites in the app all of them went on sale at the same time.
0: Oh man.
1: So and I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like and you can't use the 20% discount on the sneakers that's like on sale. And I was
0: like, "What? This is crazy. Like why would they do this to me?" They're plotting against you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like nice they're making them. you go to Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> making <laughs> me want to buy the Yeezy Boosts. Right, right. Which are also yeah, so would you say the most expensive pair was those those ones that you were just talking about the 250 ones? No, I bought um I bought a pair of Kobe's. a They right. you
1: know, like after he passed away, I bought a pair of Kobe's for like what was that like 350? Mhm. But after that I was like, yeah, I'm not spending this much on sneakers ever again.
0: Right, right, I'm not right. Do
1: it. And then I yeah. was fully so Temple like I guess like during the like pandemic or whatever, they gave like a bunch of students like $800 back. And I was this close. I was super close to buying these Travis Scotts for like seven fifty, and I'm like, "Nah, I can't do that. That's that's crazy. That's such a waste of money." Like,
0: I can, When you like, have these really expensive ones, do you like do you wear ever wear them, or do you just kind of have them out on display? Or no, nah, I wear them sometimes. Yeah, it, de- it depends on how.
1: I'm, yeah, like you know, like the Kobe's they're like green, so I might bust them out like Christmas time, you mm-hmm. know, or I like wear them for a show or something like that. But they're still sneakers, so you kind of, like, got to break them in. Like, there's the break-in process, and then you mm-hmm. to go through that. But, I mean, some, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, maybe next right. Bell Tower show, I might wear some fancy ones. I don't
0: know. There you go. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Do you ever, like, uh, do you ever go out on the uh, shoe release dates and stand in line? Or do you ever try and, like, find the find the ones that are, like, kind of coveted to get? Like, the limited
1: yeah, I, I have tried that in the past, but now I know, like, a couple of people that own sneaker stores, so I'll just call them up and see if they're available, like, at cost, and then if not, then, like, I'm I'm not tripping over it anymore. Like, I'm, I'm sick of it. It's just sneakers, you know? Like, you right, buy right. them, you wear them, and then, you know, you throw them away. I need to get into, like, collecting clothes, because I have so many pairs of sneakers.
0: <laughs> like, I don't have enough clothes to match it. I should be like, I could wear a white shirt with this, and then that'll be it. Right, yeah. I saw that you like to collect hats and, and hoodies and stuff. Yeah. Is that just kind of, yeah, is that like a newer thing or have you been doing the shoes longer? Or?
1: No, I've definitely been doing the shoes longer than like hats. And I probably have maybe 10 hats to
0: like mm-hmm. 50 pairs of sneakers. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, what's it like being from uh, New York but living in, in Philly? Um, you know, I've been living in Philly
1: for so long that I, I kind of feel like I'm from both cities now. Like I can right. claim it. The only thing I won't do is claim any Philadelphia teams because I just right. can't do it. Home is where the heart is, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you're still loyal to the New York teams.
1: Um, one of them, just just one. Yeah. Only only the Giants, and they keep letting right. me down.
0: So I know it's been pretty sad, but yeah, you know, they're, they're the entire division's been sad.
1: Are you a Giant? You're an Eagles fan or a Giants
0: fan? I mean, I, I'm, I'm a Philly sports person, you know, I get it. Definitely not. Uh, I don't get hung up on it because it's just, you know, it just, it is like that sometimes. Right. But you know, always have to, they're all, they're, they're good people. They're good people.
1: You know, for a while, like when I really, like really started getting bored at work, I was, uh, this was one summer, I think it was like Maybe 2017, where the Giants made a bunch of changes, and I was really excited. Like, yes, like this is gonna be the time they're gonna they're gonna win one while I'm in school still. And then they <laughs> disappointed me, and I was just like, you know what, I ain't watching y'all no more. Like, I'm gonna right. still support you, but I'm not gonna watch y'all no more because y'all just be letting me down.
0: Yeah, you're just not gonna make it a big investment.
1: Nah, ex- nah,
0: of course not. Yeah, gives you more time to work on music and stuff. Exactly. exactly more money to spend on
1: it too
0: right yeah so um like growing up in new york how was that like with um because i know you didn't start getting into music and making it until like your late teens and stuff but um like growing up did you ever have any like early music memories that kind of was like like hit you off early with music and stuff Mm -hmm. because i know growing up in new york there's music basically it's like one of the music capitals of the u.s
1: yeah So I can I have this really, really super distant memory of uh, one being told because I lived in Brooklyn and Mm. uh, Lil' Kim actually used to live across the street from where I live. So that was like a big thing uh, around where I grew up. And then who else? There were a bunch of people that lived over there. It wasn't just her, but she was like the most prominent, I say. And then when um, Bad Boy released All About the Benjamins, I like faintly remember that being, like, my first favorite rap song to, like, come on the radio that I could, like, really vibe with and bump with. Um, But the majority of, like, music stuff uh, has definitely come more from Philly than it has New York.
0: Okay, yeah. I just wasn't sure if uh, things growing up in New York was kind of like the, it was like the beginning of it for you because New York is so culturally huge. You know what? In a
1: sense, it, it was, but it wasn't. Right, because like right. like I said, you know the All About the Benjamins release or whatever, and then when I really did start, you know, getting into making music in high school, I had a uh, or had I have a friend that lives out in New York who's a producer and like manager and all this other stuff, and you know I would go out there to record rather than like record in Philly, uh, so I made a lot of you know connections out there for that as well. So that was okay, pretty dope.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Do you still talk to him? Still, yeah, help?
1: yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's my man's. We talk a lot actually.
0: He just nice, sent me this nice. funny ass
1: video the other day on Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like when you were growing up, uh did you have like a friend group that was really into music up until um, like
1: Nah, just just my one friend that really, you know, wanted to Yeah, wanted know, to really start making it. Yeah, but no, nah, outside of that, no, nah, not
0: really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um did you ever? And I know you said about the sneakers. That's something new that you started. But did you ever think when you were a young kid, like one day, like you ever wanted to start collecting sneakers as a young kid?
1: N- nah. Like when I was younger, I was just like mad into cartoons. Right. You know, like like Nickelodeon cartoons and mm-hmm. Cartoon Network and shit. So like all all the things that I'm interested in now are, is definitely like the furthest thing from my mind. Like as right. a young child. So it's, I guess it's kind of funny that I'm interested in it now, but, um, you yeah, know, <laughs> like it's just crazy. Like, now that I think about it, I was like, no, I did not have
0: any of these. Yeah, it was like totally, yeah, it was like totally different. Like, like, it just kind of like a flip of the switch and then you were just hooked on, on making stuff. Yeah, I
1: mean, I was always
0: interested in music, you know, as right. a whole, like listening to hip hop music or whatever.
1: Um but then when he asked me, like, oh, yeah, you know, you should, you should think about writing music. or You should think about doing this. That's, that's more of, like, when it clicked. Because I was like, oh, I can actually do this. Like, this is fun.
0: Yeah. Do you remember, like, what you guys were using when he first – like, what, what was your thought when he first asked you, like, hey, I'm making – I'm trying to make some music. And he asked you to, to help and everything. Like, what was your kind of thought process behind I that?
1: I told him no. I was like, nah, I'm good. Because I just, like, saw – like, I was used to rappers being, um, you know, just, like, so large. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't think I ever really wanted that for myself like at that point in my life, um, so I actually told him I was like, yeah, man, like you can you can do music. I'll be like your manager, like I'll be in the background. You know what I'm saying? Um, and th- that was that was my my response. And he was just like, what? Like that's crazy. So it actually took me a good week and a half to even be like, yeah, right, I'm gonna try this. You know what I mean? Like I just. I was just sitting on it like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to do that at all. I don't want to be a rapper. It's like, not my thing. Um, and
0: then I just tried it, and it's been love ever since, man. Can't complain. Yeah, man, that's so crazy. Like, You go from one extreme to the next. Like, it's like one minute you're just, you know what, I'm not really into it. And then the next thing you do, you, you start doing it, and it becomes kind of like your thing. It becomes like yeah. a huge hobby. It becomes more than a hobby. It becomes something that you can like identify with. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so then I know that after you helped him, how much longer did it take for you to start doing your own thing? After Um, you helped your friend? It
1: didn't take long at all. I would say, like, to officially start doing my own thing, it took, like, maybe a year. Right. Um, Because then I would say, like, maybe a year after that. Eh, that's not true. I would say maybe two years after that. That's when I started really really going hard because when i was a senior in high school that's when i was like oh yeah like i'm gonna do this oh you nice know? and
0: that happened like when he when he talked to me about it, that happened in like 10th grade mm-hmm. did you um afterwards helping him with that one song did you just start kind of being there with him when he was making stuff before you started or yeah did you just kind of yeah so we
1: all used to me me him and this this uh engineer who i mean he wasn't really an engineer at the time uh, i guess he's he's actually more of a filmmaker now now Okay, Um, but you know we would record on this dude's porch, his grandmother's porch and we used Fruity Loops to record like I mean I feel like that's like the standard project for everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's like what they first start with Um, but yeah we ended up using that and then I just I wanted a different experience like I wanted to actually experience like what it was like to go to a studio and He didn't have many connections as far as like around the city of where to go. Uh, And then subsequently I ended up, you know, going to New York for the summer, Uh, met up with my other friend who had, you know, those different studio connections because he was already in the music and then, you know, ended up recording there. Um, And just seeing like the atmosphere at that studio is called uh, the Hit Room. uh, It's in Mm -hmm. Brooklyn. So like, just seeing, like, different artists come in and out of there and, you know, seeing what they were doing, coming out with their own projects and everything like that, that that fueled me to want to, you know, do my own project instead of just, you know, doing, like, features on this person's stuff or, like, just verses or freestyles or whatever. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was probably really, like, influential, too, just seeing all these artists. Was there any one artist in particular you remember going in and out of that studio that kind of, like, Was really somewhat of like a mentor to you?
1: No, not really.
0: The engineer,
1: uh, Rezon, he was more of a a mentor than anything else. Because he (laughs) had like a lot of like local acts that he would engineer for, um, a lot of independent people that, I mean, I guess at the time they were like kind of big, but I didn't really know them because I didn't really know about independent artists at that time either.
0: Mm. um, Because it wasn't like as big of a thing as it is now. So. Yeah, I would have to say no to that. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't start until like you started going to Temples when really your your music and everything started taking off.
1: Um, yeah, a little a little bit beforehand, because I put out a project before um, I actually signed a deal with Temple. So I, I put out one project that shall remain nameless because I never want anybody to hear that ever. It was terrible. <laughs> um, and then I actually put out uh, more, more of an album type of project in like, what was that, 20... 18 I think it was okay Um, and I always knew that like temple had a record label I just didn't know like how to get in contact with the people to get onto the record label uh so once I found that out that's more of the time when I got even more serious with it and wanted to you know turn it into more of a career than anything else.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so what made you want to sign with with bell tower was it just kind of like you just wanted to be associated with temple just because you were going there like you did you like any of the artists that were on the label
1: um but i was in the class and uh it's just the class that i was in it was it was a lot of collaboration going on and there were a Mm -hmm. lot of producers so my main goal um Because, okay, so just a little bit of backstory. I was really used to, like, going on YouTube and, like, getting beats or whatever, because that's always the easier thing to do. Um, But being in the Bell Tower class and then just having, like, those collaborative experiences, I wanted to experience more of that. Um, So I've really signed with Bell Tower so that I could, you know, get more exposure with different producers that were coming in and out of the class, uh, which I did get the opportunity to do, so that's dope.
0: Right, yeah, I was going to say it 's definitely a nice, nice little uh group of people working at Bell tower, even though like it's uh, it changes every semester it's the same yeah. thing happens there's always cool people in and out there 's always talented people right. uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty cool because it's like you can constantly work with with different people. you can all, always build up your network and right, just kind of like make stuff that's cool. I definitely saw it as
1: more of a, a good networking opportunity than anything else, and a chance to you know learn the business side of things a little bit more, like, just to see how, you know, the label side of it is operated um, on less of an independent scale, if that makes any sense. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you're yeah, independent, absolutely. you're kind of doing everything
0: yourself, you know? Yeah, so um, what was it like being a student musician? Or, like, a, being a student and trying to do music at the same time is probably, like, really, really busy four years for you. Um,
2: no,
1: not really. I mean, I would... I'm, as far as schoolwork, like I'm, I'm really diligent about like getting that part of it done. Like I'm the type of person like I have to get everything else out of the way before I could write any like music. So right, you know, if, if I had any you know class projects or or any like papers or anything to do, I would always try to get that out of the way, like almost to like rush it, just so I could go and write music
0: or go and work mm-hmm. on music. So it wasn't it wasn't
1: really like a hard dynamic at all.
0: Okay, I got you. Yeah, I just I wasn't sure if it would be like hard to balance both of them being so creative and then having to do your schoolwork and stuff. It's can be a lot sometimes.
1: Yeah, I think I think for for most people it is, and Mm -hmm. at times it was a lot for me because you know you know schoolwork does get in the way of a lot of things. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I found I found a good balance with it. I'll say,
0: nice, nice. And then um,
1: classes started to get like less serious too because you're a senior, so. Right,
0: yeah, what did you major in at uh, Temple? Uh, Media Studies and Production.: Okay, nice, nice. Yes, yeah, so um, when you were back when you know live performances were a thing, do you remember <laughs> right. like your first do you remember your first live performance in Philly, or was it in Philly or was it in New York?
1: No, my first live performance was at this bar in Philly. that's actually closed down now. It's not too far from Temple. Um, mm. I can't remember the name. Actually, I think they changed the name now. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but no, nah, it was cool. So, you know, I had a manager at the time she put together the whole, the whole show. Um, so it was really just me performing, performing in front of like a bunch of friends and family. Um, okay, so that cool. was, you know, I, I think that's, you know, one of the most like authentic experiences that you can have because people, there's nobody like judging you, like, cause they all want you to do well. Um, but it did boost my confidence for, like, future performances.
0: Right, yeah, because you're performing in front of friends and family. It's a really great way to, to like, kind of get your feet wet the right. performing and everything. Right. Yeah, and so, yeah that's mm-hmm. cool. I'm glad that that was, like, a good first experience because I know a lot of musicians, uh, your first performance can be really nerve-wracking. And oh, I was nervous but, as hell. <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> nice that you had that support system behind you for their first yeah. show. Yeah. So like you really had a good experience, like you had a good first experience, which who knows if, if you didn't have a good first experience, then maybe your career would turn out different.
1: Yeah, I might be like, I'm done with this. I quit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I never want to so... touch
1: a stage again.
0: <laughs> and then 2020 happened. So it's like, are we? Yeah, and to I, <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's one of those things that maybe maybe you can do a socially distanced show in the future have you ever done live have you ever considered doing live streams because i know a lot of artists are doing them now
1: uh i've considered it uh i would just need to have like a certain setup for me to do that
0: right um, yeah but i
1: definitely wouldn't mind like booking out like running out of place or whatever that a limited amount of people could come to and also um, mm-hmm. live streaming it as well
0: yeah because i saw a couple i think a month ago um the film announced that uh little uzi going to be doing a show there but they're going to be live streaming it yeah, that's fire. Which is pretty sweet because it's like, I mean, it's basically a concert in your home. Yeah. Like he's going to have his set up there and they're going to yeah. broadcast it to everyone. You buy a ticket and you just log on to the internet. Yeah. And you can watch a concert online. So that could definitely be a thing.
2: Yeah, I've definitely. seen a lot of
0: artists. Yeah, I've seen a lot of artists be creative with their sets for their for their live streams. You got to be creative nowadays. Yeah, it definitely, like, what's it? Uh, what's it like? since graduating from Temple, having to deal with this new kind of music landscape? Um, it's not really that much different because I,
1: I wasn't really performing much. Like, like when I, you know, signed the deal with Temple, um, a lot of it was just like working on new music. And then, you know, the, the virus kind of stopped all of that in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, I, I mean, I feel more like I've just been, you know, doing my own thing. Um and and building up for like next year, you know what I mean. Like after I realized that there weren't going to be like a lot of performances, or uh, you know, there there were there wasn't going to be like a real authentic way to perform in front of people. Uh, I had to do like a lot of retooling in my mind, um, mm. which is you know what I ended up doing, and um, just getting prepared for next year.
0: Right, right, yeah. Because next year, who knows? The whole thing could be different. Uh, yeah, you might be able to. You might be able to tour everything. Have you been able to, um, when you record, do you just record at your house? Do you record, do you go to a studio? Are you able to?
1: Yeah, I usually go to uh, uh, this guy that I've been using for a long time. His name's Dunny. He works, oh, cool. you know, he's he works out
0: of a couple of different studios, but I usually go to his house. Cause, oh, you know, okay, nice. He's yeah. got a dope setup. Yeah, that's good, because I know a lot of people early on were not able to go to studios and, and everything. Like, they were just oh, kind yeah. of shut down or in limbo for a while but that's good that you were able to to work that out with him oh so yeah, so you can keep on making do you ever like make stuff at your at your place and then kind of bring it to him so you guys are kind of working together less or is it just still the same process
1: no nah, it's still more the same process i don't really like the engineer process at all mm-hmm. like I, I don't like to mix my own like vocals or voice because I get, like, I don't know if if any other artist has the same problem, but, like, after a while, I get tired of hearing myself. Right. So, he get he's, like, just really, you know, quicker than I would be with the mixing process. So, I just be like, hey, man, you go ahead and do that. Um, But I have been investing in my own home setup just so I could record and then, okay. you know, bring it to him to mix. But, I mean, outside of that. Mm, yeah. Have you ever tried to mess with it? That I long? have. I yeah. have. But you know that that mixing man, you gotta you gotta have a certain ear. I'll say that Mm -hmm. you have to have a certain ear.
0: Yeah, and like you just said, uh, the whole collaboration—that's kind of—it seems like why you really like doing music is is getting other people's perspectives and working with others. So why, yeah, like why skip that step when that seems to be your the thing that helps you the most? Yeah, I feel like when you
1: you know you have a good working relationship with other people, um, especially music. Uh, they 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 bounce ideas off of you and vice versa, and you just create you know really good product. I mean, even with you know the way she talked, that was a super collaborative you know thing. I mean, I I handled you know my my personal verses, but you know, Natalia wrote the hook. Um, Xavier he did the instrumental. Uh, Becky was there; she added a lot of stuff. Uh, Karina was there; like you know, a, a lot of people added you know a good amount of ideas to really make that happen Um, Mm -hmm. so that was you know dope as
0: hell yeah it's really cool was that like one of the first times that uh you had so many people was that like the most people you ever had working on a song it sounded like yeah it sounds like you had a huge team behind you just kind of working on that that track yeah no absolutely that was that was yeah that was a lot (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the track is dope though. I mean, I love it. I've been listening Thank to you. it constantly ever since uh we mentioned it in the bell tower class and uh Appreciate yeah, yeah I mean the thing just sounds great. Yeah. I wish it could just be out to more people, but in due time, in due time. Yeah, right, absolutely, man. One day you'll go on there and it'll be the top in the top 50 on Spotify, hopefully. Hey, listen, if if God will let it. Right. I mean, night. hey, it's got the chance to. It sounds like amazing. I mean, Thank your you vocals man. with I mean, it's just a great complimentary, uh, like your vocals in between Natanya's and everything. It just, it just flows yeah. so nice together. You know, there's so... That's why when I was listening to it, it's hard to pinpoint kind of like a genre. And I think that's what kind of makes you unique is that you aren't just a hip hop artist. You use yeah. different elements of that genre. Like yeah, r there's different sorts of, of like jazz fusion and stuff like that. Like it just sounds like there's so many different elements to it that makes it fresh and new and i think that's what people are going to really like vibe with it's a nice little melting pot of a track yeah exactly <laughs> and that's, i think that's the best thing about music nowadays is that like most genres are kind of like cemented in yeah. and then people are just kind of taking different ideas from other things and that's kind of what you did and it's like it creates this whole new new vibe. it's it creates, yeah it creates a new vibe that's never been done before which is great because i know a lot of people can just kind of oh, I want to make uh, like an old school track and just yeah. kind of copy old stuff. But I mean, with yours, yours is totally, it's yours is yours. It's yeah. no, nobody else is doing what you're doing, which I think I is awesome. Trying to diversify just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it's doing a good job. Have you been, um, has it been hard being creative during, during like the whole quarantine COVID thing? Or have you been? No, no. I just go, like, usually I just go back to what I was doing before, which is just,
1: like, collecting beats and writing.
0: Because that's, mm-hmm. that's
1: like, my main love. Like, I love to write. You know, I love to record, too, but, like, mm-hmm. I love to write music. It's such a, a great outlet for me. Um, so that's just what I do, man. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. It. If it, If I don't do anything else throughout, like, the week, like, my week has to include some sort of writing. Like, even if it's just... You know, three bars. Like I'm still gonna do it, or, or you know, to conceptually come up with an idea or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm still going to write down something because that's that's is really
0: big for me in my life. Yeah, and that's good because um, I know a lot of artists have been struggling to stay creative during quarantine because it's just like everyone's kind of, you know, just really stressed Stuck out in the about house. everything. Stuck. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes people just can't really find that creative bug. But I mean, it's nice to hear that you have been able to stay kind of like your own, your own thing. Yeah, I mean, still,
1: I think that's that's like you know also like the one of the most beautiful things about music, you know, because it is such a creative outlet. That like, like mm-hmm. so within this quarantine, I've definitely had to ask myself like, all right, like what are we going to talk about today? Like on this track, or you know, what am I going to do for this, or what am I going to do for that? You know, and it's it's forced me to you know, develop that creativity in, in other ways and even listen to some, you know, other people's music. Like, I've listened to a bunch of new music just on Tidal and SoundCloud just searching around um, that I don't think I would have listened to if I wasn't uh, in the quarantine process, you know? Um, yeah, so helps with... Which um, artists? Yeah. Which artists? I got, like,
0: mad into house music. Right. You know, uh, Channel Trez? No, I haven't, but I've, I've, I'm familiar with you know the whole house music vibe and and all okay. that. It's it goes deep. Yeah, so he he's one of the uh,
1: the artists that you know I, I found out you know through a friend because he was you know he's a house music DJ and I was just like, yo man, like put me on to some new music because that's just what I was you know looking to get into. And yeah, like you know just just off the strength of just having to contact people in that way or or in that capacity to you know facilitate that need to create or that need to that need for something new, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely, definitely helped me out musically uh, and helped me just be creative in a, as a whole.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Like, you just didn't stop trying to be creative. You just Correct. kept going and, and finding new things, which is awesome to hear because mm-hmm. uh, you can definitely hear it and I'm sure that, like, the track you work track isn't even going to sound anything like it because you'll have all these new influences to draw oh, from yeah no this this
1: i would say yeah. like i'm excited for the bell tower project to come out but i'm i'm also mm-hmm. excited for the project after the bell tower project just because like it's it's a it's more of a reflection of everything that i've been working on in 2020 oh nice. since,
0: you know since that's um, awesome the quarantine yeah, so you have a lot coming out. So you have the Bell Tower. What's that going to be? Is that going to be a single collection of songs? Um, yeah, it's just an EP. Uh, oh, just nice. the songs that we did uh, before, you know, before the quarantine hit. Mm-hmm. Nice. How um how many are going to be on that project? Uh, four total. Nice, nice. Nothing Do you have better. any features on it, or is it just going to be you? Um,
1: no, it's just is the only feature on that project.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so it's going to be that song album. and then. Yeah, yeah, three more that aren't released yet. That's awesome. Do you have a, a date for that yet that you wanted to...
1: No, I'm, I'm waiting on Bell Tower.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just waiting. I'm waiting on Bell Tower. Yeah, but when it hits, it's going to be... When it hits the streets, it's going to be awesome. People are going to be vibing with it. Yeah, I think they're going to love it. Yeah, that's great. So, um, I mean, it's cool that... It seems like nothing has really skipped the beat for you. Everything has just been kind of... If anything, you've gotten more... More strong as an artist. Oh yeah, finding no, new definitely. things. Yeah, that's definitely. awesome. I think that's
1: that's not an outcome that a lot of
0: artists can say that they've they've had you know
1: throughout this whole quarantine.
0: Right, right. Because a lot of people have been probably just trying to either use this as an opportunity to unload, just kind of relax and everything. Yeah. But it's good to see that you've used it in the most positive way possible. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, new there music, was finding your influence.
1: Yeah, there was a point where, like, I would say at the beginning of the quarantine, when I was just like, you know, still in class and like doing, you know, classwork or whatever, um, like from home, because that was an adjustment to like Mm -hmm. have to go to work. But then when I come home, I was so used to going to work and then going to going to school, like going to class. Right. So, you know, when I would come home and just do like Zoom classes, I after that. I'd be like, well, what's next? Like, what am I going to do now? And it, was, it came, there was a down point for, like, a good two months. I want to say, because mm-hmm. we went into quarantine around, like, March. So, yeah. like, the tail end of March or something like that. So, I would say April and May, like, those were, like, my lazy months. And then once I graduated and the summertime, like, hit and I realized, like, damn, like, what am I going to be doing now? I had to, like, find something to do. And I was just like, let me make a music you know, let me just get better at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was definitely That's a awesome. conscious effort or conscience effort to
0: plug through the quarantine woes. Yeah. Right. Cause then that song with the Tanya came out. Was that at the end of August? No, that was, uh,
1: when did that sound? Was come? it earlier? That was definitely earlier. Cause it was in the,
0: I can't remember if it came out during this last semester or after I think it came yeah, out. I'm not or... sure. I know it, Okay, yeah. So then, um, yeah, you guys make that song. You collaborate with uh, Natanya. You got new stuff coming coming along. So, like, what was the the song process? Or the songwriting process for that song was it kind of you doing your thing and Natanya doing hers, or were you guys, or like you said, everyone helping with Bell Tower?
1: Nah. So, um, so Xavier, the um, producer for the track, he actually gave me that track like, like maybe. I'm going to say like two months before I actually started writing to it because even like writing that mm-hmm. track it was a challenge for me because I didn't know what I wanted to talk about um, so you know the way she talked was the first line that I actually came up with and I told Natanya I was like yo like this is you know the way she talked that's, that's going to be the basis of the song right like we can put that line in the hook or something like that and she was just like okay well you know, get back to me when you're ready, like when you got the verses. And I was like, okay, cool. And it took like, you know, like I said, a good two months. Um, and then one day, you know, I went to X's house. I had like one verse written. Uh, I recorded it. And I want to say that she heard it. And then we were actually working. We were re-recording it that day at Studio G. And she like did the hook for me. And I was like, oh my God, Like I was super excited. I like ran up and down the hallway. I was so excited, but I only ran cause I don't know how to do a backflip. I would have did a backflip. Would have done a backflip. Um, <laughs> you know, I definitely would have done a backflip. Uh, but yeah, no. So then she, you know, she presented me with the hook and I was just like, yo, like this is perfect. Uh, then me, her Becky and Xavier, we met at his place and they were like, yo, you got to write a second verse. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, I just wanted to be the first verse and I wanted Tanya to sing on it. And she's like, nah, it's your song. You got to write a second verse. So I ended up writing a second verse on the spot. I'm so glad nobody heard it because that was trash. <laughs> and then, then we ended up going back to Studio G um, after like maybe like a week or two after that. And I had written a different second verse um, and then, you know, recorded it. And the rest is kind of history.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's crazy that it, was, that it can become like that. Yeah, you, know, you, you wanted to do the one verse. Yeah, you made the second one you didn't like, and then you you ended up redoing it. And
1: uh, I hated that second verse. That was the yeah, worst. Yeah,
0: it sounds like you were just kind of up on the spot to make it. So maybe that had something to do with it.
1: No, nah, you know what? I just really I could at that point in time I couldn't see the song with the second mm-hmm. verse. And in my head, I, I thought she was going to do the second verse. But then we had a conversation, and she just was like, "Nah, bro, like you got to do this. Like this is this is you." And I was like. Okay, cool. Nice. Cool. Shout right. out, Natanya. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, shout out. That's my homie. Thanks for pushing yeah. me. Yeah. And everybody. I mean, Becky, Karina, Ian, everybody that was helping
0: me mm-hmm. out. Yeah, so what uh, What can we expect next from, from J.M.H.? Just that there's these couple projects coming mm-hmm. out? Yeah,
1: next we got a couple projects coming out. It's all about consistency, man. That's what I'm trying to build nice. us. Like, that's, that's my... I think that's been my main issue that, like, I'm such a perfectionist with music that I don't like to put out corny songs or songs that I think people would think are Mm -hmm. corny. So it like stops me from putting them out for like months and months Mm. and months. Um, But now I'm, I'm just more of a a free spirit. Right. You know? And it's like, you know, I don't know. I can't, I I can say that I would think something is corny, but I don't know what other people are going to like, you know what I mean? So, you know sometimes it's helpful to just you know go ahead and put those songs out and, and see if people vibe with it um and it also helps create a fan base too so just really all about consistency right now
0: right yeah i definitely agree it's it's about building that kind of that that base and then just releasing things yeah. as you become comfortable with it it's i think it's also like not forcing anything i think that's that's one right, thing you right. never want to force something whenever like it comes Correct, out it's gonna sound wrong exactly on yeah you that's 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 the whole point we're gonna take a quick break from the interview to listen to Jam Hayes new track, "The Way She Talk," M. featuring Natanya. Enjoy. It's the way she talking, the
2: way she talking, the way she talking, the way she talking. Now she move. She ain't talking, she just move. We ain't talking, we just. Never use words to talk us. He ain't trying to say too much Just Really wanna fill your time with making timeless time it, making mindless moments. Me or my god when you break it down and bust it like a broken promise. Damn you, you got me older than bamboo. Saying you better than cancel, filling the waves, filling the wave. That mean I got me a fail. Wanna get deeper than plant roots, wanna get deeper than I plan too. Playing the song, setting the mood, loving the right. And for the groove, yeah, running back. She got a smooth back like a What's with the goal, movin' through, soul in my ear, tell me the truth. If you, you wanna do, all of these things, no friend, boo Just gotta know, girl, cause if you down, then I will be gonna do gonna The way he you. talk, the way he talk, eh the, the way he talk, the way he talk, eh Got me feeling all kind of ways Feeling like I'm here to stay Say, How you do that? How you make me feel like that? How you do that? Got me feeling so off track so wavy, got me feeling crazy, feeling like I'm about to catch a bunny and a baby. I'm loving the moves, taking control, Where does she move, giving the dog, giving the dog, move to the song, flipping the switch, turning me on, you're snatching my soul, baby, you're making me go crazy, you're keeping it one, hue, and we never go, mazy. I one and two O's, baby, you keep it on it, keep hitting the nose, girl, and I'll let you run it, yeah. Like CB with the CP That's a small taste of the real shit Move girl, you the bonbon with the G-spot Like a kill switch, that's real talk, shit The way he talk, eh, the, the way he talk, the way he talk, eh. Got me feeling all kind of ways Feeling like I'm here to stay So how you do that? How you make me feel like that? How you do that? Got me feeling so off track You so wavy, got me feeling crazy Feeling like I'm about to get your body in the rain
0: So as we wrap up, something I've been doing for the last um, couple of interviews was doing like a little game at the end. Just uh, I'll give you two things and you just pick. Uh, I'm calling it this or that. So the first yeah. one is cats or dogs? Oh,
1: damn. I've got both. But, uh, <laughs> my, my cat. I, I, I've been telling me this is so funny that you said cats or dogs. I've been telling people for like a good two weeks that my cat is my spirit animal. Right, yes, um, yes. Because yes. she just is. You yes. know what? You show, me, you show me another cat that will turn on my PlayStation. Yes, oh. You show me It doesn't that. exist. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there is one. So to answer your question, cats, cats
0: 100%. Because they can turn your PlayStation on. <laughs> my cat, my cat, cat can. Cat. I don't know about no, no other that's cats. true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, she knows me so well. <laughs> Old school sneakers or new releases? Ooh! Whoa, damn!
1: Damn, that's hard. That's hard. (laughs) Nike had a couple new releases that came out. Ah, man! Shit! Did you see the new Air Max that came out? The Air Max ones—they had like
0: the cow skin on them. Yes, I did actually.
1: My girl told me it was ugly as hell, but I was still trying to buy them. You're still trying to get them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was, still, I was still trying to
1: get them. I was like, I was like, yo, I need, I need a shoe with light blue in it. I don't have, I don't have any light blue, but I got this light right. blue shirt, and she was like, nah, like they're so ugly. And I was like, that's all right, that's all right. That'll make people pay more attention to my face. Um,
0: Did you now, end up? Getting I'm gonna that? go
1: old school. No, I didn't. I missed old out school. on the release. I was so pissed. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go old school right. though, like, cause yeah. you can't. You know what? A good pair of retros, retro Jordans, wow. Those it would change your life. It would change your life, I'm telling mm.
0: you. Yes. Like yeah. retro they don't make like them.
1: threes between sevens. Like threes between sevens. So three, four, five, six, or sevens, it'll change your life. It'll make you only want to wear retros for the rest of your life. Yes. I don't
0: want to wear else. Biggie or Tupac? Ooh, Biggie. That was easy. Yeah, give me a hard. One. Yeah, New York, <laughs> right? <laughs> nah, Tupac's uh, from Biggie New York. Or... Oh, right. Yeah, true. There you yeah, go. See
1: people, they be trying, like they be trying to fraud. He's from the U.S.P.
0: That's right. Uh, Biggie or Meek Mill, going Philly in New York. Oh, Biggie, That's yeah. Choose him. Choose <laughs> him. He's like one of my most. He
1: only had two albums, but he's one of my most favorite artists of all time. I'll say that.
0: Right. But you know what? Yeah,
1: that's awesome. You know what I do I do get from Meek though? I have definitely, definitely, like for some songs, like tried to mimic Meek Mills flow. So they both they both have some gems that I like to listen to. And I've been able to pick, mm-hmm. you know, pick and choose certain things from both artists. So that's that's a hard one too. But I'm always gonna say Biggie Smalls.
0: <laughs> right. Uh tea or coffee? Coffee. It wakes me up. <laughs> solo music or co- <laughs> solo music or collaborative ooh uh oh depends on the beat i'm
1: gonna say collaborative i like writing
0: yeah, i like I doing guessing.
1: features cuz like i can do like i like you know you can just like like when you when you only have to write one verse i feel like it it pushes you harder you know what i mean
0: yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Especially, like, I'm really big on, like, one-upsmanship sometimes. Right. So, like, with rappers, I'd be like, I got to do better than this guy. And if we're, it, like, it pushes you in that way, which is dope. Yeah, exactly.
0: For for sure, for sure. Um, fall or summer?
1: My birthday is in October, so I'm always going to choose fall. Halloween or Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving. My grandmother makes the best sweet potato pie you ever had in your life. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You ever had like, you ever put the sweet potato pie next to the mac and cheese and then you heat it up and then it kind of like it comes together. Yeah, now it's, it's the Oh my it God. Sounds great. It's it, No, it's, it's the greatest yeah. thing ever. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you can also do it with yams too. You can do it with yams. Whew, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> uh,
0: Instagram or Twitter?
1: Ugh, I hate social media. I'm going to hard pass say neither, neither.
0: Social, inter- but no, social you know interaction
1: Yeah, I, I just oh, I hate social media so right. much It's so terrible I guess if I had to pick one I'd say Instagram Because at least I could like Post to my Instagram story yeah, That's true
0: That's true
1: And people I don't know They think I'm hilarious <laughs> um,
0: New York or Philly shows Ooh Wow Like as far as performing Or like going um, to one? Well, we can do both You can do uh, How about
1: performing? Performing New York and then going to
0: going to oh like independent or like a big show um whichever one you like better do you like the independent ones better <sighs> they're okay yeah
1: so but they're they're like mad hit or miss right because like, you know like sometimes you never know when you're gonna get an artist up there and she would be like oh, like, that's true I want to hear this song you know um now nah, you know what I'm gonna say like for bigger shows I'm gonna say Philly because we have like the larger is like venues, if yeah, you will.
0: it's true. Yeah, there are, there, for like, no, um, I was gonna say, yeah, there, there are tons of, of like mega venues and they're, they're like, like really accessible yeah. too.
1: Yeah, like, there's so many. So, I'm, I'm gonna say Philly for Philly for the nice. shows, performer wise, New York though, because they be showing me mad. That's awesome. Love, like, yeah, they're like
0: homecoming shows, uh, yeah, kind of a little bit. It, it feels like home to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, werewolf or vampire? Ooh,
1: damn! I'm scared of both, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say werewolf because I feel like they're more friendly. You know, vampires. I don't yeah, that. for bite sure. Me shit. Don't bite me. <laughs> um, man, you get too close to my neck. And then the like, last hey, one, we one doing? that
0: the last uh, the last question, um, mosh pit or stage dive? I've been asking this consistently. Ooh. It's my favorite I'm gonna question. I'm going to say
1: stage dive. <laughs> I'm going to say stage dive because then at least people can, like, carry me. If I'm right. in a mosh pit, like, there's too much, it's too much danger. You know, you got to, like, duck. That's right. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God, you almost kicked me in the face. It hurt. Jeez. <laughs> You'd be like, how did you get your leg up that far? You know, ah, no, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so that was um, that will be the last question. J.M., thanks so much for for joining. This was a really great conversation that we had. And um, everyone check out. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, everyone check out his music. You're um, at J.M. Hayes underscore on Instagram. And then uh, SoundCloud is just J.M. Hayes. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, and be on the lookout for some of his projects coming out. He's got new music. He'll have a couple projects coming out. Soon, hopefully by the end of the year and everything. So, definitely be able to check that out. Yeah, it was a pleasure getting talking, man, for sure. Yeah, man, of course. Anytime, anytime. And now we're going to take a minute yeah. to preview JM Hayes' new single, God Body. Well, like it should.
2: Look, I said, God body, all omni, these euphemisms make them hard swallow, follow, follow. all follow, this music here toward the dark minded all grinding out, shit, and get it with no floor timing, call timers, two albums, see no signs of Alzheimer's, all with premonitions like the Lord's prophets, boys stop it, they get too scary when you all honest, ignore comments, over here just like a soft minded clove rhyming, know these words from this bag. got it all up on my head, right, oh you got your homie, shine brighter than a headlight, override his headlights, trying. Scrub me dead right Rodney King told me Life ain't never about no fair fight Just get your affairs right Before you start the ball Cause when you at the top The only thing to do is fall Like everyone beneath you Steady picking at your scars Just let them pick them off This pen will turn me to a God, to a God.